Welcome to the Weed Smart Regional Update with me, Jessica Strauss, the Weed Smart Communications Lead. This is a new podcast in these crazy times as in-person events can no longer go ahead. So each Monday we'll have an expert from a different cropping region to provide a regional weeds-focused update. Let's get into it. Today on the regional update, we're chatting with Craig White. He's based in southern WA and he's the market development agronomy and leader of Integrated Weed Management Australia for Bayer. How are you going, Craig? Oh, really good, Jess. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining us on the regional update, our new little podcast that we're doing at the moment. So for those people who might not know you, can you just tell us a little bit first about your role with Bayer? Yeah, sure, Jess. Thanks for inviting us to come on here to the podcast. It's really great. Uh, look, I've worked at Bayer for about a bit over 15 years now. I was previously an elders agronomist and a research officer before that at the Department of Ag in WA, working the Australian and New Zealand market development agronomy team and lead up the integrated weed program, integrated weed management program for Bayer Australia. Also produced a couple of podcasts myself, one called Bayer Cropcast and just recently started a horticultural one called Bayer Hortcast, of all names, <laughs> um, all from the base down here in the lower southwest of WA, it's a lot of fun, you know, really, really enjoy working in agriculture for all that time, it's great people, you know, great areas to work in, but importantly, obviously, you know, developing all those good cutting edge products and services and, and things and working with great people for Australian agriculture. Definitely, and we really appreciate you giving us this regional update today. So, can you just tell us what region specifically you will be giving us an update on today? Yeah, sure, look, I'm in uh, the southwest mainly and uh, sort of... Um, head out through pretty much all of southern WA but of course at the moment on a bit of travel restrictions with with the uh, the virus that's around that uh, listeners might have heard about Jess <laughs> um, I think so so but look generally yeah that southern area and people are interested more broadly I know you're doing other podcasts but also in that um, Bayer Cropcast I catch up with all my colleagues from right around the country as well and they give especially you know New South Wales Queensland the drought conditions what's been going on over there yeah, great. So what is happening in your region at the moment? What kind of conditions are you experiencing? I'd say quite variable, but that's the weather generally, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's been extremely dry down here in the southwest, one of the driest I've really experienced. That's, you know, even bring about issues with water, the amounts of water available, which brings its own challenges for farm water and things like that. We had a good rain last week, just a freak one actually down here, where I live, about 40 millimetres, which is just not forecast at all. So that was very nice and it's got a little bit of green pick and green weeds and things coming up now, but just, um, say, 20 k's northeast of me, about six millimetres out there, so no real change. So just sucked it up like uh, it hadn't even fallen. So, you know, we really need to get those conditions variable. There's a few areas of Western Australia that have done really quite well with the rain, and uh, but we need it to obviously continue now just to get those cohort of weeds up now and start to be able to knock them down and get our beautiful food crops growing again. Yeah, for sure. So in light of those conditions being experienced, uh, what what should be on growers and agronomists' minds in terms of what they should be considering at the moment, particularly when it comes to controlling weeds? Yeah, well, look, in particular, I've been talking to a lot of advisors and growers, mainly advisors lately, around plant backs, you know, what you used last year, how that's going to affect crops for this season and, and uh, what to do and I mean, the simple advice there is read the label they're, they're very well written out and we do a lot of work in that area prior to releasing a product but you can also then talk with your local advisor to tune that a bit more for your conditions understanding you know what your rainfall profile has been 
Um, you can talk to your local Bayer representative because a lot of herbicides, in the case of the Bayer ones anyway, are you know rely on some microbial breakdown. So there needs to be activity mm. going on, and we can discuss that how that may have happened depending on your own fall pattern, 2019, and what you've already had for this season. And then of course, look, you know, use the knockdown opportunities wherever possible. The, you know, use them as best as you can. Often uh, I've been hearing a few people really starting to get going at the moment. I don't know if they've had great knockdowns yet, but uh, obviously not the whole program will go in that way. And whilst Bayer is just a small part of the knockdown market overall, we've got the Roundup products in our portfolio, Roundup herbicides, including those Roundup Ready ones for the, you know, with Plant Shield for the over-the-top of the canola crops, uh, Roundup Ready and TruFlex canola. And I just sort of shout out or say at the moment, really important to talk with your reseller now about it because you know we're working hard on production so all that's going really well but the, the you know the transport lines and that whilst they remain open they're certainly a little bit slower than the normal from all around the country so yeah speak to your local advisor and uh, reseller make sure you've got your over the top products sorted out you may not be able to get them you know straight away today when you're thinking about it but um, be patient and and really work ahead on it so yeah plant backs knockdowns yeah, and of course, uh, Jess, going into the pre-emergence, it's important to understand how they work and behave and what to expect under a different range of conditions. You know, like with uh, dry to wet conditions, it's going to be completely different than if the herbicide is sitting there dry for a long, long time. You know, there's differences in them and how that operates. But also, if you start with a wet situation and then we get a drying out, you know, that can be quite significant as well. An example would be, say, like Sakura and Trifluralin, they work really well together because they sort of complement Trifluralin sort of getting in nice and early in that gaseous sort of phase on the uh, on the weeds and then Sakura, that root uptake, as the roots grow into it. So they can, you know, give a really good all-round package. And then, of course, at the moment, really important, I think, spend a little bit of time on reviewing, say, the Bayer integrated weed management tools that we have, like the weed resistance tracker and the mode of action tool, and importantly also the Weed Smart Big Six, all of those tactics and tools. Time spent now, I think, Jess, will really mean you can integrate or bring all together all of those tactics, including I know Weed Smart have just launched the Crop Competition 101 series at the moment. I reckon that's a really good one that everyone should be having a look at because crop competition is, is just critical and including you know, using good quality weed-free seed, you know, treat it as well so that it's protected from the smuts and bunts and give root disease protection or make your crops a lot more competitive against weeds. Chemicals are a big part of it, of course, not the only thing, but make sure you use the best ones that are available if you can because I see too many times people trying to save a dollar up front half stinging the weeds or half controlling them let's say and then they're very very difficult to come back and get a good overall result so do it well do it nice and early as well as numerous studies from a long long time ago that we really you know point out that early weed control is where you get the most benefit you sort of leave things too late and the competition's already happened very early and then of course onto the great harvest weed seed control and you know what you're going to grow next year and uh, of course quick test or you know, seed test later on in the season just to see what your status is and um, go on with that. But, we, you know, we're going to continue through the year to really keep showing people what we're doing out in the field. We're working on virtual means to deliver that if we can't meet people face-to-face. -face. So, yeah, it's all going well, but just a little bit of time spent now, I think, on reviewing 
Jess is really important. Yeah, great advice, Craig. All right, well, is there any other broader tips or anything else that you want to add to that or is that kind of summing up your general advice at the moment? Yeah, general advice, look, you know, review those, look at where each tool fits, see what's available. If there is a bit of time that you can use to make smart decisions, smarter decisions, I know people have been reviewing all over summer anyway, but, again, just another tune now is really good. And, yeah, of course... I'm always happy to talk to people um, either through my Twitter handle or, of course, that Cropcast, which you can find on Google. And I'm sure Jess like, get in contact with you as well if they want to know any more about my region or anything that I've spoken about here today. For sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, Craig. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, Jess. Thanks for asking.